Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for everyone. Is it the same as you? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Zero Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, hoite, I'm so excited to have on a section Swansick Yarlt, a 26-year-old from Wawa, Ontario, Canada, with the worst internet in the league. His hockey journey has taken him to Canada, the USA, Denmark, and Germany. He returns to the shed for his hat-trick appearance after episode 101 and 172 have combined for 1,380 goals, plays, or lessons. He ran a muck of the inaugural two ales and hockey tails golf tournament, and he has the tightest gap in pro hockey. And after mucking it up in one of the most beautiful places in the world, Garmisch Deutschland, he is now preparing to set up shop in the shed's old honey hole and head out from Kincardine, Ontario, Canada, to Beedingheim, Deutschland, and run a muck. Welcome to my shed, Riker Killens. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be on again. I just like to say you're showing a championship characteristics. You know, things haven't been going right for us. The internet hasn't been working, but you know what? We haven't turned on each other. You've stayed calm and focused and you're ready to win. I like that. Just, just here to battle it out. You know, yeah. don't get too high. Don't get too low. You know, just ready to muck it up. I like that because you know, it's been frustrating. It's been frustrating, but I feel like we're turning it around now. Whatever you did. You know, you saved the day. I'm, I'm telling you, I didn't really do that much, but <laughs> maybe because it stopped raining outside, but that's about it. Anywho, and we're back in the shed now, folks. Yeah, we are back in the shed. Yeah. Um, quick hot fix. We're good. Internet's rolling, folks. How we know each other, I guess you're in Concordon right now, right? Yeah, I got home last week. So, yeah, I've been here for about a week now. And a week ago, folks, he sent me a photo of my old honey hole, the beating high marina, but the stinky new one I never played in, um, <laughs> other than for Hellbron. <laughs> but you said that's your new home, eh? So you moved into Beatingheim? Uh yeah. So I, I figured you'd like that picture. That's why I sent it to you. But yeah, no, I just went down there to uh, I actually hate leave, the arena. <laughs> leave some stuff there. It's a nice rink I, when I went in. Yeah, that's uh, what everybody says. I don't believe it. I like nice. the old one. <laughs> it's nice. But yeah, no, I just went there for the day, dropped off some stuff so I didn't have to bring everything home, which is obviously, as you know, very nice. And at so, what age, yeah. how much stuff do you have? Because I know when I first got to Germany, when I left, I left one like t- Tupperware thingy full of stuff, like one bin. That's all I left. Yeah, I, And I left yeah, it with Guypey and Landsuit. And I bet you, you don't have that much. By the time I moved to Denmark, we had like a whole truck full, full of shit, <laughs> like a full moving truck of shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I probably left like two boxes. Yeah, yeah like not young. big boxes either. Yeah, nothing. You're nothing 26, crazy. eh? And you yeah, came to 20... my golf tournament. See, like, folks, I can hang out with the cool young guys. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, twenty-seven in about a month here. So, 
Wow, that's neato. You're going to beating high. What a small world. And you're going to leave from Concordon where we are right now and go to beating high. Matt just, and then you're going to do all the shit that like I used to do and we could talk about it. That's cool. Yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I knew you would like that. So hopefully you don't embarrass yourself at the Fetter market like I did. What is that? Mm. It's like Oktoberfest, but it's just for Beatingheim. Like it's in Beatingheim. It's like a miniature version of Oktoberfest. It's during preseason, folks. So after your preseason games, you can go there, hit the town, run amok. Just, you know, make sure you realize that when like you're not German and you're North American, like, and like they know who you are. So don't embarrass yourself. (laughs) You may think they don't know who you are because you're in a foreign country, but they actually do. So you should, we got to mind your P's and Q's. (laughs) Exactly. Good to know. Yeah. Don't embarrass yourself. I did. The better market is a fantastic time, though. I'm excited for you. I'll, I'll make sure to let you know how it is when I go see it. And yeah, you're gonna have to get some, um later hose and stuff, eh? If you're if you got your Deutsche Pass now, you bet you gotta you gotta embrace this thing. Eh? <laughs> I I know I'm uh, I gotta go full out on it because last year uh, you'll probably be upset to hear we didn't get to go. So you didn't go to Oktoberfest. I. To be honest, I like the Fetter Market more than Oktoberfest. I like the small town ones uh, than the big touristy one. Uh, but also, fun fact is Stuttgart has Volksfest, and that place is almost the size of Oktoberfest, and you can really have that there too. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, we had to uh, we had to do the old preseason throughout the Oktoberfest, so we didn't get any days off. You didn't get any days off? Like the, that's got, usually like, a staple got, in the German league. league. We got one one day off, maybe a week. Um, I actually saw your coach from last season, Small World. Um, research team got hot. Is your coach was Pat Cortina? Yes, it is. He was the coach in Munich when I became a Deutsche Meister. And you know what's a fun fact for the crowd is we were in the middle of the finals, played all, coached all season with that team. Middle of the finals, I think after game one of the finals. He left, went to the world championships with team hungry, left the team middle of the finals after all year with them. And we won. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you played for him too then? No, I played against him. He coached Munich when I was in beating. So just so you know, the first ever beating Steelers championship. I was there. (laughs) Yeah. Running amok, as you say. That's right. Yeah. Best year of hockey. And then the next season, preseason blew up my knee. You know, t- tough bounce. Yeah. That's that's the hockey world. Yeah. Well, yeah. it happens. Um, anywho, also how we know each other. Episode 172, you came on with the other young shed guys from Concordon, McFadden and Skinny, eh? Yep. Yep. That was a good one. That was last summer. Yeah. Kind so of, I guess we're we haven't chatted in, in here Garrett's, for... Yeah. Garrett's backyard. So he's a captain in the East Coast now, eh? A, isn't he a rookie he a is. rookie captain yeah it's his first year i mean i i think he got into like 30 games last year so i really consider him a rookie even though i call him a rookie all the time still right he's pretty but, but he's pretty yeah, fr- he's fresh in to be a year, captain which is, yeah which is good mm-hmm. seems to be a captain yeah, everywhere he goes yeah, but that, i i think also yeah it's just one thing about garrett that he's always been a good leader and stuff so um but i think their team's very young too which if you're going to pick anybody as a, like a young guy to be a captain, it's going to be Garrett. So. Right. Well, and he has his like, uh, what do you call it? Foundation or like 
what the thing he raises oh, money yeah, for mental health right? yep yeah he's a yep. leader folks yep. he's Which a shed guy. also another big thing yes okay and then the other guy skinner you know retired now he plays for the ripley wolves i just watched them lose in the finals yeah tough yeah it was but he's a gamer the last game i saw he scored a, scored a really nice goal he was mucking it up throwing his weight around yep. for not that big of a guy he was playing like a winner i i enjoyed watching him i had never really seen him play yeah he i could see skinny in those types of games get real competitive when it's on the line so yeah it wasn't I'm really like that when i checked did. out a couple regular season games but come the finals nah, it, nah. It was when, like it, when, it, when yeah. it comes to uh championship <laughs> games and playoffs yeah i could see it yeah, well, he still can't bit. beat me at pickleball, so haha. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, the pickleball. <laughs> yeah, another way we know each other though is uh, while well, your new teammate was just in the shed, Jack Doremus. Yep, another beating on Steeler. Yeah, so, you probably don't know who he is though, right? You guys wouldn't know each other yet. Uh, no, we wouldn't know each other yet. We obviously he played in the second league last year, so. Obviously, didn't get to play against him or anything, so don't don't really know anyone that probably that's going to be going there this year. The only other guy, like, there's only a few guys signed so far, but the other guy is Max Promisberger. I uh, played with his brother Anton in Landsuit, Deutschland. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, he was a D-man that would open up his feet like the duck feet, and, like, he could break up two-on-ones like nobody's business by, like, putting his heels together, and his feet were huge, and you couldn't pass it across to the guy. It was wild. Yeah, I'm not in that situation, so. You got a tight enough gap that can't get away from you. Yeah. yeah, no two-on-ones with tight gap. Back when I used to do player, uh, whatever they're called, player... What was that? Well, I would say how you'd play, right? And I had only seen you on the ice once, but Skinny did write to me and say it was a phenomenal player review for not playing yeah, with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, anywho, um, let's see here. So you had did they give you an apartment? Did you put your stuff in an apartment? Uh no, because I saw you post a picture about it. I'm not quite sure exactly what it was, but the uh the game they had for somebody. So that was my buddy. That was my middle stermer, Renee Schofs. Um, I was invited to go there um, and I couldn't make it work. Um, and I really should have been there. And I haven't been back to Beatingheim since they asked me to kind of leave, but I should have been there for Renee. And uh, yeah, they just retired his jersey, number five, my centerman. So. Yes. Yeah. So all the people that were there got to stay in the apartments that the players had. So they weren't sure if they were a mess or what was going on. So they just told me, put my stuff at the rink so which i'm assuming <laughs> that, it might so, have been a little oh, bit of a mess after so i wouldn't have even had to pay for a hotel if i went too eh? jeepers yeah, i guess not i really should have been there you'll just um, have to come when the next playoff run coming up <laughs> it's crazy how much stuff's going on in the hockey world right now like my yeah i wasn't even involved in hockey anymore like a two years ago and now there's so much stuff happening there's shed guys winning championships all over the place there's shed guys losing championships all over the place there's yeah. shed guys signing places i can't keep up anymore <laughs> <laughs> too many shed guys there's a lot of shed guys out there running amok <laughs> you know Definitely. Yep, so sure. you i think you're the first person to come to the shed that was in my golf tournament 
Only a few people have asked how it was, but you want to tell the folks how it was? I thought it was a great time. <laughs> I mean, for what I remember, yeah, it was it was a good time. I won a hat. But did you want a did hat the, closest to the yeah, pin? Yeah, yeah, closest to the pin on I think it was seventeen. Well, if we would have planned for this day, maybe you'd be wearing it right now, you punk. <laughs> <laughs> true, that is true. Um, be better. Well, yeah, no, it was a good time. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, not many people made it to the band at the end of the night. I don't know if that part was necessary. A lot of people were cooked by that. It was a lot. I, 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 lot I was at the band. I was there. Yeah. Well, yeah, you young pros, you know, you guys can. You just got stamina, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just had a good day. Golf. Just had a good day. Another, another weekend. I was trying to think. It was you, McFadden, Skinner. Who was the fourth in your group? Mirzy. Mirzy, shed guy. Yeah. Shed <laughs> All guy shed too. guys, a group of shed guys. That's cool. Yeah. Mirzy was just hitting fairways for us. And then, yeah, it was a good day. He's just an athlete, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, his pro shape. You should see him play for the Wolf now. I, I think his pro, when it his, comes, his pro comes shape's golf, wearing out, bud. His pro shape is wearing out now with the Wolves. <laughs> he was huffing and puffing like I was. <laughs> yeah, there, that that hits eventually. Yeah. Um. No, it's uh neat that uh he's played for the Wolves and now Skinner is too. That when like I take my kids there, like I shed guys playing, you know. <laughs> shed guys, yeah. Couple yeah. shed guys. And Elky's the coach. Which was your yeah. is your trainer another too, shed right? Guy. Yeah, another shed guy. Yeah, so next week probably. As Elky back says, in the gym with Elky. Yeah, get back in the lab as we say, but yeah, probably next week. What's uh small world, folks? Is uh yeah, my son is you know only ten, but him and his friends um they like working out. They miss each other in the off season, and they set up a time where they go see Elky for an hour a week and. It gets like eight of his buddies all back together. And then they start learning how to like working out as a t- as buddies. And that never happened in my world because, you know, guys weren't really working out. I'd always be doing it by myself. <laughs> and uh, But to have like a group of your friends all go work out together, that's fun. Yeah, it, it, we used to do it like Alki's been doing that since probably I was about 14. So he's got it down to a T. And, you know, mm-hmm. some days when he has to another thing to do, I'll hop in there, Garrett will hop in and run the workout for the kids. So maybe I'll see the little Wally running around. Oh yeah. Weeks. Yeah. It'll be ripping around there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Doing the ladder. So uh, the other way we know each other is your mom is a client of my wife at her shed, the she shed. Did you know that? Fun fact. The she shed. Yeah. Yeah. She has her own shed Fun folks. Fact. That's why I get to have my shed, right? She has sure. She, she shed and I have my shed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so exactly. where and what are you doing now i guess you just got back a week ago so how's the jet lag um not too bad actually i think i, when I, I found on the way Europe, yeah it's pretty bad way worse on yeah the way there yeah but on the on the way back it's like i i landed at like 2 30 in toronto and then got home at like 7 30 and i kind of stayed awake till like 11 went to bed and then i woke up and Pretty much, it was, it was. I was good to go. But, back, back on yeah, track. No, I yeah, the way back so much easier when you just make it one really long day and stay up and fight yeah. through it. But when you go over yeah. there, and then it's like, I remember there'd be nights where you wake up in the middle of the night, you're wide awake, and then it's like, yeah, you, you got to leave for practice at like eight a.m. and it's like six in the morning, and you haven't slept all night, and then all of a sudden you fall asleep, and you're in the deepest sleep ever, and you're like, I gotta go to practice now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's why like I, I like last year I went over probably four days early just so I didn't have to deal with that while like preseason was starting. Oh, that's how I guess you were over there in Germany for a year. So um, you mentioned how your preseason was, but there's no way it was as crazy as the one I did in Beatingheim. There's no way. No, no, you went a full month earlier before me. So, uh, yeah, I, I'll take my August that we had. We It wasn't hard, but, like, we didn't have any days off. So mm. okay, we had, like, one a week or, like, one one when they say, like, yeah, we're going to Austria to do a hike, like, but it's not really a day off, you know. I, I do know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we climbed Training up. camps, though, in Germany or Europe, I'd say Germany mainly. I haven't been to all the places. I don't know, right? I think if you go further east, there's more crazier workouts than Sweden, Finland. Yeah. Russia. Yeah, I've heard of <laughs> Russia. Yeah. Uh, but Germany, man, the, the what we did in July was uh it was if you could get through that stuff, you can get through a lot in life. <laughs> I'll put it that yeah. way. Yeah, I thought I was going I down a few going times. Yeah, but hey, you won a championship, so that's right. It was worth it. Uh, but um, they Pays also off in the end, I guess. Well, they're also paying more than every other team in the league too, so you kind of had to suck it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but just so you know, I'm really excited for you to go there. So, um, you got to be careful with the food, though, right? So they got, they got probably the best kebab shop I've ever been to, right by the arena, like right there, right there. Um. They'll put pomace in your yufka. That means French fries in your wrap with the, the kebab, like lamb kebab meat, you know. Um, yeah, they roll yeah. it out the dough, yeah. crash, putting it in the pizza oven. And then right next door, Jeepers, well, you got a Chinese place. That's pretty awesome, too. <laughs> so careful. That's what with I like food. to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful, I'll, I'll okay? Be little, yeah, it might come back a little heavier than usual, but. Um, well, when you do we'll that see. crazy of workouts and then it's lunchtime, it's like, well, I could really eat now. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> I could really use a kebab. <laughs> yeah. Um, so some of my funnest minutes. days though, in pro hockey, we're playing at Beatingheim. practice would end. And then right down the road from the rink, there's ball cool, which has beach volleyball and mini golf and indoor tennis and soccer. What we would do is practice really hard. Go play around mini golf, and whoever lost in mini golf in like pairs uh, would have to buy a lunch at either the Chinese place or the kebab shop. You know, just think it out loud. Do what you guys want, but it was pretty fun. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, that sounds like something I'd be up for. Right, competing over I, lunch and it's I, mini golf—that's a fun day. I'm not, I'm not losing at mini golf though. Come on. Right, and I mean, you're heading over there by yourself, right? So it, days can get pretty long. Yeah, you, you fill them with some mini long. golf, right? Mini golf, little lunch, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's better than going. Everybody's winning. And... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I understand. Um, so what else do I got here? Um, so my picture when you moved into the new rink, there wasn't like a big life size picture of me dressed as a knight anymore. Eh? They tore that shit down. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fan shop, yeah, old fan shop's gone, eh? Forgot all about fan... Waldo. Kugel Blitz, folks, yeah. used to call me Round Lightning, and you forgot all about me, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that was my nickname, Round Lightning. Kugel Blitz. Round, round Lightning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
That's a good nickname, though. Um, and if you get there and there's promotional things within the first month or so, right? Sign up for them. Because yeah. what if there's an erotic photo shoot and you miss it? Because I tell you, whether you feel comfortable in your own skin with your body type, uh, you know, at that age, maybe I wasn't that comfortable with it. But I was in an erotic photo shoot in Beatingheim, Germany, and it was one of my favorite tales of my whole hockey career. <laughs> so seriously, you should try and get an erotic photo shoot. Ask the team if you guys can put together a calendar. <laughs> I don't know if they they do that type of stuff anymore. <laughs> oh, they should. <laughs> they used to back in the day. <laughs> we won a championship yeah. that year, folks. Fun is fun. <laughs> fun is fun. Yeah. Oh God, was it funny? Oh, I'll never like that's when I think about that. That's arena, something you never forget, though. Well, we didn't win the trophy on a home ice, right? We won it in Munich. So I, whenever I think of that arena or that championship, I think of the Munich arena. But when I think of that old beating high arena, you know, that erotic photo shoot really sticks out. <laughs> <laughs> as long as there was a couple laughs in there, it's all good. It's right. all fun. Yeah, no, there was definitely some laughs. So um they haven't hired a coach yet though, eh? So you just got hired by the GM guy and then you don't even know who your coach uh, is. Yeah, he was the uh coach last year, I think, up until Christmas, and then um he took over more of the sports directing role and they hired a coach, I think, but they got rid of him. So yeah, we're just waiting to hear who our coach is. But I think they said in the next couple of weeks they have some candidates. So We'll yeah, see. it's always interesting how each team in Germany does it different. There were teams where the coach very much picked his own team. And then there were teams where there's a guy like you're explaining that picks the team and the coach coaches. And then there's teams where the coach at least gets a say at who he's getting. I find it interesting for the coach coming in that like he didn't pick his players. Right. So then if things say didn't work yeah, out, how do you blame him? He didn't pick them. Interesting. Did I? Yeah, yeah, I think it is Keep a little grinding. interesting because <laughs> obviously, yeah, just grind without the Wi Fi. Wi Fi is cutting in and out, but I think it is a little interesting because I think in the past, since they announced when I signed, I think they, they announced another like three or four more. So there's about seven or eight of us that, you know, are going to be on the team next year, and the coach hasn't even been announced yet either. So it'll yeah. be interesting, but I'm sure it'll be, it'll be well, good. It, yeah, I'm sure it will. And uh, I'm sure. The sport director knows what he's doing with matching players with a coach. But um, for me, it's yeah. like um, in Beatingheim, that was my home. When they would announce me to come on the ice, they always like say the first name and then the crowd each yells the last name. For me, I got yeah. a Mr. Brent, right? I got a Mr. before. And apparently yes, I'm the only one that got that in Beatingheim is what Renee told me, which is really neat. Um, but uh, anyways, then they asked me to kind of leave, you know? <laughs> Can you please leave? <laughs> must um, have been the but shoot. what I was going to say, though, is like that's uh, that was home for me. And I thought I was going to play like my whole career there because it is an awesome place to play. But then they hire a coach that doesn't like me. It doesn't want me. And then it's like, well, that's tough. Yeah. So it's like it, I like signing with who I know is going to be the coach. But it's an interesting dynamic. But what do you do? Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was obviously something when I was looking at where I was signing, I, I was you know, thinking who the coach was going to be, but then you just, how did you not even going... call me for any, 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 any advice or should I go here? Cause I got, I got my insights on, on how it was. And I talked to, uh, they actually, 
he came down to watch me play. And so I was able to talk to him the next morning after the game. And yeah, you kind of build a connection. You know who, how it's going to be when you, as soon as you have your first conversation with somebody. So he's it was, Daniel it just, Nod. He's originally a Canadian, right? Yeah. So it was like, you know, we kind of just kind of, when we had our talk, it was very fluid and stuff. So it was like, it got to an easy point to make a decision on. That's cool. Um, I'm yeah. sure he's a good dude. It's interesting how the hockey world works, right? As he would have been one of those Canadian guys that goes over to Beatingheim. And now I bet you he's raised a little German boy <laughs> that plays on the team yeah, now. He, <laughs> he's on the team, actually. Yeah. So I obviously I don't know him or anything, but I think his son's been in Beatingheim for the last two years now. So, yeah. No, it's, it's funny, right? Because all the hockey players I chat around with, there's hockey guys scattered all over the world raising kids in different countries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So this will be your second year in Germany. This year you went to Garmisch, eh? As you were an import I, this year. So how was it getting your German I, pass? It seemed like it took a while. It took a while, as you know. I I think I've been on here three times, and I've been trying to tell you that it's <laughs> taken a while. Get it. Yeah, yeah, but no one believes you that you're going to get it. But uh, you know, about January is when my lawyer, I guess, told me that it's looking pretty good, and then. Uh, about a month, month and a half ago, I finally got, woke up to a text that said I got my passport, which I've been waiting for for almost five years now. So it was a good text to wake up to that day. That is a good text <laughs> to wake up to, eh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you are nice. no longer an import in Germany. So that's pretty cool. No. No. Yeah. So that uh, that helps out a lot. Can du sprechen ein bisschen Deutsch? Nine. You're going to have to work at that, <laughs> eh? Yeah, no, we're going to, we, uh, once my teammates last year in Garmisch found out I was getting my passport, it was kind of a, they would only yeah. speak to me in German just to bug me. Well, so yeah. I have to know something, but I was, I was learning like a word a day they would do <laughs> with me. So it was, it was kind of funny, actually. <laughs> do you know what day is in German? No clue. <laughs> Tog. Come on. <laughs> Feeling. Spiel. That's that's playing. Yeah. 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 Got that one down. Do you know what an Armisen Baron is? No clue. I also found out where I was in Germany and Bavaria that they have a different dialect than other places in Germany. So they're like, next year you're not even gonna understand like some of the words they're talking about in Beatingheim. I was just like, oh, well, it's so different in each place, right? You can go to white yes. beautiful Whitewater, Weisswasser. They're not talking the same as in Bavaria, but um, no. Ar- Armisen Baron. Um, so that's a word you should remember. Armisen Baron is there's going to be a lot of them in the showers. Okay. The Auslanders won't have them, but all the Deutsche Spielers will have Armisen Barons. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when I would get in the shower, I say, ah, Armisen Baron. <laughs> I don't know if you know what it is, but. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll end it right there though. <laughs> yeah, anyways, really fun though. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um, okay, so you're in Garmisch though. Beautiful spot, eh? I remember yeah, the first pretty, time I went there, nice. it was cloudy, and then I was like, "Well, this well cool barn, but like that, whatever." We went and played, and then the, that was at night. The next time we went there, it was like daylight, and it wasn't cloudy, and I saw where the hell I was, and I was like, "What the hell is this place?" Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty nice, you know. Obviously, 
you couldn't really see anything when it got cloudy but once like the at the end of the year there during like kind of the playoffs it was it was getting nice out no snow or anything and you could see like everything and especially when i got there in august like it was it was crazy to like just think about where you were living kind of thing like you're in the mountains there eh? oh yeah we're we had the uh, highest peak in all of germany is there in zugspitze so it's like that sounded we pretty there German there. That you pronounced that yeah, one well. Good yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my, when my family came up at Christmas, we went up there, um, and you could see like into Munich, you could see into Innsbruck, and like, like it was just, it's cool. It was very yeah. cold up there, but it was cool. Did you ever ski this year? No, I uh, I will not be doing any type of skiing. <laughs> I'm not a skier. Mm. No, I don't know how, and I don't think it would be a good idea if I learned how right now. Right. Well, or like in the middle of the season or right. going into playoffs. And you can start at the bunny hill, right? You can start at yeah, the bunny I hill, go, but I, I don't know if yeah. you're supposed to, but my buddies came over from Elmira when I was there and <laughs> it was a day I'll never forget when they got yeah, on the bunny they, hill and didn't know how to ski. <laughs> it was yeah. Like I, I don't think I'll be going. Yeah. Okay. If, that, well, you know, that when you're in Gar- if you didn't it, ski so. in Garmisch, then it's probably I'm not skiing. Then yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Beatingheim, it's it's you know vineyards around there, right? You're gonna have to crush wine now. That's fine with me. I'm a good. I like my red wine. So yeah, it's called Rotwein. <laughs> Rotwein. Did you make it to any Christmas markets? Yeah, when my family got here, we ended up doing Munich. Uh, we did the one in Garmisch, but uh, yeah, we just stayed. We went and saw the Munich one, which was absolutely crazy. I don't know if you went to it when you were there, but I don't think I went to the Munich Christmas market unless I did when I was in Landshut. But um, I like Christmas markets like every town in Germany has them. And like the whole month of December is just like everybody's outside drinking hot wine, eating food. Yeah, it was it was unreal for a month. (laughs) For a month straight, but like soon as that month ends, it's like the next morning everything's gone. Yeah, gone. Yeah, well, it's it's December twenty third. It ends. I think. Yeah, it's like it's it's just gone. gone. And then you're like, oh my gosh, where am I? Like leaving practice, there was like sausages waiting for me. Sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Everything you could eat anything. Oh, it was unreal. You're right. Yeah. Hot wine, sausage. Yeah, it was good. Glue vine, yeah, that stuff you can get, away, can get a bit away from you. Know, those stuff, especially when the fellows from Bavaria yeah, start telling you to add rum to your glue vine, that can really get carried away. Yeah, I like. I honestly didn't know what it was until I got there and had it, and then they were like, "Yeah, you put rum in it," and I was like, "What are you guys talking?" About? But hey, it's good. It's well, good. And, I think, you and always, it keeps you warm. Having, like, like you a, almost have to drink it. Warm. But like some, like some were very like sugary, so like you can only have like one maybe. But then you go to another place and it was like different. And it was, it was good though. I always found like they would keep you, you'd be alert. You're outside in the nice cold, the drinks keeping you hot. But then as soon as you hit the indoors, your tits on toast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I used to, yeah. For some reason I, I come January teams like to put me in this fat club, right? Like in land suit, they made me go exercise on my days off, like do cardio for an hour a day. Um, I, maybe that was all stemmed from the Christmas markets. That might be a couple, couple brats and blue wine. They'll do it. You know what you should do though, while you're in beating get to know Manfred, the meat guy, Manfred, the meat guy. 
I had my sponsor on my jersey. He like he's, he's the meat guy for grocery stores where his he has like a big shop where it's all meat. And I would go there like once a month. We drink coffee together and I'd do my best to speak German with him. And then he'd give me the tour of the shop I'd been to a few times. And then I'd leave with yeah. a big bag of meat and I'd have a bag of meat for the month. <laughs> and like, I'm talking like nice. Argentinian beef. I'm talking fillets. I'm talking whatever, man. You should get to know Manfred, the meat guy. Great guy. <laughs> I'll I'll, uh, I'll make sure to go in there and ask him if he remembers you and he will see what happens. Yeah, he probably will. So, oh no, he will. He was my sponsor. We even had a night on the town together. He couldn't speak English. I couldn't really speak German this time, and we hit the town together. <laughs> See, those are the best, though. It was, that yeah, was the best time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was fun. Good experience, right? And that's uh, like the older guy on my team. We'd have breakfast every morning, but he doesn't know how to speak English. But and we just there sit together. there and try to talk to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we go to the same coffee shop every game day. He's a little superstitious and. Yeah, that's there's a lot of coffee shops, eh? Coffee's a you drink a lot of coffee playing pro in Europe. There's a million uh coffee shops. There's yeah, there's donuts, there's sandwiches, there's yeah, it was people wonder why I got fat. (laughs) (laughs) And the beer is way better than Canada. Like it's it's way better. It's not even similar. It's so good. And the wine's Compared. cheap. It's like, how am I the supposed to cheap. be professional with this going Yeah, on? you can't. But, like, then you go downtown. and like, Guess that's why they call the you Kugel Blitz. <laughs> yeah, and people are drinking beers at 10 in the morning. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just the walking down, like, the main street of a town where it's called the Foosganger Zone, where you walk on the main street. And yep. ev- every restaurant and all the stuff, there's just tables all down the main road. And everybody's sitting outside eating and drinking and smiling in the sunshine. It's bizarre. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nobody works over there, as we, we always say. <laughs> yeah. Mittag Essen is long there, folks. It's like when I get time in the shed on lunch, right? Mittag yeah. Essen's <laughs> lunch. And they, what they shut down, wasn't it like one to three? It's just everything shut down, right down? Or is think, it 11 yeah, to think one? Yeah, one to one. It might be 11 to one, I think. Or no, no, it's one to three. Yeah. Then it opens again at, yeah, that's one to three. And then everything's closed on Sunday. Can't go anywhere. Nothing. You can't do nothing on a Sunday. Can't do anything. You better have everything planned on Saturday, what you're doing on Sunday. Yeah. There's, you can't do nothing. Like even, even like we played on Sunday. So it was like, you can't go get a coffee or there was a, there was one of our sponsors, um, actually they would, they would stay open on Sunday and close Monday. <laughs> so that was nice. That was our breakfast spot. That's why we'd always go for breakfast there. But yeah, that was, uh, well, what the places downtown still be open on Sundays, right? Like, but in the winter you need like, yeah, it's cr- how everything's there's still a day of rest in Germany. Like that kind of was a thing in Canada, like way back when that like Sunday was like also yeah. a day of rest. It's so far from that now and like it's yeah, wild no. how germany has kept it that like they legit shut her down on sundays and they take a day <laughs> you know they they yeah there's not a like you go for a drive there's not even a car out there like it's just you um <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no te- one there my teammate who's a canadian german that now has a family over there and everything which i still need to get him to the shed dan hallman he was telling me a story that they had a house and stuff so he would go home on her days off and a day off on a Sunday, he was gardening at his own house. 
and the neighbors called the police on him for gardening on a Sunday. Come on. You cannot work, folks. Take it off. You cannot. Kein Arbeiten on Sonntag. <laughs> but you can play hockey, folks. You're allowed to work on yep. Sundays if you're a hockey player. You just can't see. But then that's the thing. No, no one works on Sunday. So then we have a Sunday game at like four, and everyone comes and they're just hammering beers. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so awesome. it's like the thing to do in the town, and then you, yeah. It's, what it's a great funny. recipe to get a lot of fans to hockey games, though. They shut the whole Smart. town down and say, "Hey, there's a hockey game." <laughs> there's a hockey game at four, yeah. <laughs> prime time. So, what thoughts. do you think of German fans? So, you played in Garmisch so far. My my memory of Garmisch, and my old man brought this up because this is when my parents came to visit. Was we played in Garmisch. I think this was with like Lansu. We were up seven, nothing. And they were still letting fans have glasses of beer. And they started chucking glasses on the ice because they were so pissed off at their team that there were glasses of beer shattering around me. Like the last minute of play. <laughs> yeah. I, the rink. I don't know if you remember anything about the rink, but like, it's big. Like it's Yeah. Oh, I remember the rink. I don't yeah. know. All I don't, their fans would be right like behind the net. Yeah, I don't know how much it holds, like maybe seven, seven, six. I don't many? know. It, it, well, yeah, we'd get like 2,000. It was still empty. Yeah, that's true. Like, so, like, and they'd all go behind the net, that, right? Like, all the ones with the fans and the drums. It's yeah, all, the, the, those would all be behind the net. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's funny. Like, we lost our uh, derby game to Tolts at home. We didn't see a fan in the rink for like three weeks, <laughs> probably. Like, they. They were so mad. So mad. Like, they just like, but then we like the week prior, we beat Tolts in their rink. So, like, it, like, but then we ended it's up. What have you done for me lately then, over there? Yeah. And then we play Rosenheim, and Rosenheim has an unbelievable team. And like, they were just the top team all year. And, you know, we Sweet lose the derby too. game and then unbelievable rank. Unreal. Mm-hmm. It was, it's and cool it was sold get. out. Like, yeah. Every time we went there, you can't hear. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, I don't know if but I ever in scored the finals, a goal in Rosenheim. They're in the finals right now against uh, Biden, so they might be in the Bell 2 next year. We'll see. Oh, well, that's a barn that should be in the second league. That's a sweet barn. Really enjoyed that yeah. place. Even though I never – like, I don't think I ever scored a goal in that arena. Sweet place, I did in preseason, so I'll take that. There you go. We're yeah, down. Did better we're than down me. Six, then. We're down 6-1, and I scored to make it 6-2. So. Oh, so you'd probably we'll take it. <laughs> probably rode your stick down the ice. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> um, so German food. What's your favorite meal over there so far? Well, I have to say the schnitzel. I... Yeah, there you go. But yeah, which I, way are you doing I, it? I you so bread it with gravy? I, I no, no, I'm not going gravy. I there's so ones without like, the breading on it too, right? There's so many things to do with a schnitzel. Like, Versatile meat. Actually, folks. like like when we went upward to uh Zuxpitza with my family on the, the mountain there, like it was like a lemon pepper breading kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I guess it's talk dirty to me, Riker. You just got back on Canadian soil. Now like you're talking dirty. <laughs> that was like the probably the best one, maybe. But then like the week before I left, I tried one that had uh it was like uh, ham over top of the breading with cut kind of pineapple and cranberry sauce on it, mm-hmm. which Continue. that one was really good. So I don't know. When you bring up cranberry to... sauce, though, was I still remember the day I never really ate cranberries, never really dove into them. 
And then I, I went for a place either. with That's a schnitzel. Why. And usually you're dumping the brown sauce all over it, right? Getting right up in there with some spetsly brown sauce everywhere. Yeah. But then they didn't give me brown sauce and they give me cranberries. And I'm like, well, I'll try one bite. sauce either. Like Changes even Thanksgiving, everything. all that, I won't ever touch cranberry sauce. And then now you I thought will. it was coming on. I thought it was coming on the side. So I was okay with it. And then it came already on it. Mm, so then I tried that. it obviously and that it was gone and probably yeah. two minutes changed my changed my whole opinion of cranberries when they gave it to me with the schnitzel no now i'm in i it. agree yeah i'm into it as well yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna eat cranberries by themselves but man you put no. them on some meat look schnitzel out. <laughs> with, but like the pineapple was cooked on like that was on it i don't know mm, it was hard barbecued to pineapple yeah. that's a thing too yeah but i i don't know about like you though other than like those those places in Garmisch, like there was only like Italian food or like burgers and fries. I don't know if that's always around Germany, but like, yeah, no, that's very much a like the eat every town's got Italians that are like making was, Italian like, we food. We had that's so like, many Italian places, and they're so, many. so good though. Like they're making they're it fresh. Like everything's well, like, fresh, <laughs> and it's good. There Lord, was a man. there was a place just down the street from my mom's Airbnb when they were uh, here. And uh, they probably went to this place about four or five times, but I never went to it before they got there. And this place was unreal. Well, that's the best part of playing in Europe. I found was every town I'd go to, it's finding that little restaurant, that little place that just, it could blow your socks off. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was unreal. Can you still hear me? Yes. I can hear you fine. Stop worrying. Grind yeah. it. <laughs> well, no, my, my head, my headphone died in my one ear. So I just oh, wonder. dear. Yeah. No, you sound the yeah. same. Okay, good. Good stuff. Okay. Um, so your leading scorer this year, punk Lubor Debelka, 2010 the- 11. When I'm trying to be good at hockey, still, he got 71 points in 48 games played. And I still remember a game in Beatingheim. This must be the season they asked me to kindly leave because I remember a game. I'm trying to show this coach what's up and I, the new coach, and I'm like, hey. They got the leading scorer in the league. I want my line to play against him every shift tonight. And the coach is like, you want that challenge? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And that guy, you know what? We'd be all over the ball shift. And then I would get winded. <laughs> and they they came down and scored a few times. And I looked embarrassing. Uh, tough night, Lubor. Yep. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the guy I go for breakfast with in the morning. Oh, <laughs> is it? Small yep, world, so, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, except he is a very talented hockey player. Isn't he? He's 40, <laughs> 40 years old, man. Yeah, he, he turned 40, I want to say, a couple months ago, maybe just before playoffs. And, um, you know, we we actually have another imp- – our other imports from the Czech and uh, Robin Sudak. And um, Lubel obviously was in the Delta last year, came to Garmisch this year, but – we would call them the Czech Express because there wasn't a single line or guy in the league that could stop stop those two. No, mm-hmm. and they had a young kid. They had a young kid on their on their line too, who obviously had a good year because the stats and everything. He he was a good player for us, and now he's in the Dell too. So, but like he also has some Czech background, so we just called him the Czech Express. And well, that Lubor, like there, there wasn't yeah. like they, mm-hmm. the, we, they we we get a power play and it was. 
they would just pass to each other and it was in the back of the net. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, no. And like, I, yeah. I remember playing against the guy and he had been in like the third league. And then when like in him, when you're import in Germany and like everybody's eyeballing each other, like who's who. And I, I don't think he had his German pass back then, but he comes to our no, league from didn't. the third league and he just absolutely ran amok. And like, he was one of those guys that like, he wouldn't need the puck for very long. Um, he he would just always get it at the right time and then make the perfect play right around the net. And you're like, he fucking did it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he might have came, like when you're talking, when he came up from the Germany 3, I think he had like 170 points the year before well, in the Germany 3 league. He was the guy that when I've brought this story up before, it was um, when you're playing against a team and that's the season they start making us wear gold helmets, which was the stupidest shit ever. Um, but me and him would be out there wearing gold buckets. And I always felt like people were covering me more. Like it was harder to get open because you're the guy with the gold helmet. Everybody competes against you a little bit harder because they want to be the guy that takes the puck off the gold helmet guy. But then yeah. we would play against him and he'd be you wide open with a gold helmet on. And I'm like, the guy's standing right in the front of the net wide open. But somehow <laughs> he always found a way to be open. I've seen, uh, yeah, I've seen some goals this year. Like, obviously, you said he's forty years old. You don't expect him to be doing this, but like, every every game he has like three, four points. Mm. He scored. I don't know how many times he scored. You know, um, you know the when you're coming down the wing, you fake slap shot. The goalie goes down. And you just like hold it for an extra second and put it in the empty net. He probably did that about five, six, seven times this year, and I was just that's like, cool to hear. He still got it though, and he's like, oh, he's, he's still he's got older it. than me. He's got it. <laughs> he's throwing sauce across the box in the power play. He's still, he's still got it. Well, I'd like, I always enjoyed the stories of watching imports get out of, like go from the third league to the second league. He did go Oberliga to the second league, ran that muck. And then he did play in the DEL as an import. And it like, I always liked that yeah. because that's what I was trying to do. And I, I liked it when guys actually made it or like not made it, but it's... got to the DL. Just playing playing in the Oberliga and then, like, knowing that, like, he went from Oberliga to the Dell 2 to the Dell as an import is pretty impressive. Yeah, Cause, it is. Because, like, we only have two import or three imports this year. Then it goes to four. And then I think you're allowed in the Dell, like, 10 or 9 yeah. or whatever it is. So, like, it's pretty impressive to go from one league to another as a Czech guy and mm-hmm. playing the No, he Dell was an impressive player. I still remember that game when – like it, it was well, like it was bizarre, man. Like literally, I we'd be all over the ball shift, and they'd come near the end of the shift, and then all of a sudden they get the puck and they scored every time they like went down like, the ice. I, I think at this point though, he is like a legend in Germany because like we go oh, for breakfast and yeah. like like he would go to try to grab his coffee and like people would come up, ask for photos, and then they would want to talk to him, and then he would be signing a jersey out of like Tolts or like you'd be signing a jersey played somewhere i don't know but like happened when we went to hamburg for playoffs he was getting stopped it was just like i think this guy is like the germany legend now yeah yeah i could if he's still running mucks this much longer he's got he's got that was 12 years ago i'm talking about when he was running mucks and now he's still doing it (laughs) he's got like a chant that everyone chants to him like it's crazy Hmm. that's cool good for him good work luke 
even though you probably won't listen to this because you don't know English by the sounds of it. Right? He doesn't know English. No, zero yeah. English. <laughs> I would have to use Google Translator when I text him to send him a text. So well, I think it's cool, though, that you guys are going for breakfast together and that if he's not speaking English and you're not really speaking German or Czech, it's like that he's making the effort to do that for a new guy in Germany. And like yeah. you need the guys that make the time for the new imports or when you were an import, now you're German, you're still kind of an import, but like feeling yeah. comfortable over there is a big deal, you know? Absolutely. Obviously, feeling welcome. A little bit too, like, it took us a while to obviously start talking to each other because like we didn't know how to mm-hmm. communicate. Like how would we tell each other anything? Like really? Yeah. Like his English was very like, he maybe knew one word, but you know, it got to a point like playoffs, he bought me breakfast game one and we won obviously, but then, then every, do it every time. day he had to buy me he had to buy me breakfast yeah. and like he had to buy somebody a coffee too so like it was it's funny but it is what it is it works uh, for him hey that, that is cool um it's it's fun meeting people from all over the world though isn't it like for me being an Elmira Shearer king and then going to western Michigan which we all had mainly Canadians and Americans I had never really been around international players and even in Dayton Ohio with the coast we didn't have really that many international guys and then you get to Germany and you get to know all these different cultures and like the different food and people and the way they're brought up but everything's different eh yeah yeah I would agree with you like I didn't really play with that many Europeans or anything when I was junior or the first year in the pro yeah no other than maybe in Tucson with the Arizona but like that was about it but then you go over there and you just meet all different kinds of everyone's yeah. different in their own way too. And it's, yeah. There's some quirky cool dudes to... out there too. <laughs> there's, there is. there's some interesting stuff that happens, right? Like yeah, different there's the uh... quiet ones and the, the, <laughs> then there's the ones that don't like talking and there's the ones that like going out for beers all the time. Yeah. it's all. And then there's the ones that like have two, three beers and they're just like a totally different person. A totally different human. You're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> what happened in the last 15 minutes yeah. uh and then you get to know them but then you are you're like a family and like when you move from yeah. all over the world and you're all together for the eight months it's bizarre when those season ends and then you just never see each other again until you like start a shed yeah. like decades later <laughs> exactly yeah fun stuff okay what's your favorite number seems like all your poster picks you had a different number on um you don't even have a number do you you're confused no i like i like number 77 i like like i like two numbers like 77 like i wore numbers i wore number seven at school and it's only a single digit so i I like double digits so i just made 77 to keep it easy but like then when i went to jacksonville i didn't get to pick a number so i was 14 and then South Carolina, I was a rookie, so they gave me 10. But then, like, 44 in Rapid City because I was 43 in Tucson, but they didn't have 43 in Rapid, so they just kept it close. But so when I got on... to pick my own number in Europe, it's been 77. Okay. Yeah, it's nice to be able to pick yeah. your own number, isn't it? That is nice. It's great. <laughs> yeah, like, and those like, numbers you're like spending Europe, off, they're like, they just gave it to me because I'm a rookie. It's like, well, why? Because I'm a rookie. Can I not pick my own number? <laughs> like it's weird like in in like north america you can't just pick any number like they have they give you like maybe eight numbers to choose from because that's what the jerseys they have but like in europe that you could be like 
whatever. 98, 98, and then like make you the jersey. I've seen pictures of when we went to the finals against Munich um, and won it. And there was a dude on their team <laughs> that was sponsored by a radio station. And his jersey number was 95.5. <laughs> Come on. I'm serious. Like that's too far. <laughs> and it's funny. Cause I know the guy, cause I saw the pictures and he, I'm like, Oh, I hardly remember that he was wearing that Jersey, but I did knock his teeth out like a week or two before his wedding. <laughs> well, that's not good. Not my fault. He came to hit me. He got my helmet <laughs> in his mouth. Sorry. Well, yeah, we know you're not trying to hit anybody, so. I'll just reverse hit you if you come to hit me. <laughs> I'm not coming looking for it, but if you're coming looking for it, I'll hit you right back. <laughs> I love the good reverse hit. That, I, that, that was my thing. I'm not going to go chasing you, but if you're going to come chase me, I'm going to try and knock your socks off. <laughs> it's nice when the it's nice when the forward dumps a puck in on you and you think she's just going to be able to hit you under the wall and you. You play and, to your and, partner and reverse hit him. It's and great. that's why I wouldn't like playing against you because you were all tight gap up in people's business. I like the guy that would come rushing at me and I pretend like I don't see him and then I just get low and then explode up as hard as I can. Yeah. See if I can yeah. knock people over. But you, you'd be it's right easy. up in my business, right up there, stick I, on puck and god, I'm just in annoying. your business from the ozone blue yeah. line. That's what I mean. Get out of my face. Give me some space. <laughs> You know, and a couple of wax on the back of your leg too. <laughs> I only skated you with you the once, the and I I had it. That's I had it pegged after like two shifts, and then I had back spasms and had to leave. I was like, oh yeah, I saw play. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. The pick of you for poster picks here, folks, is <clears throat> when you're like little, little. You're in a Leafs outfit. You can't even Absolutely. see your legs. Your pants are so big. Can't no, even see your legs. Tiny. No, I was tiny. How old are you there? You're standing up like, on your own. Oh, yeah. Probably like, I don't dude. know, maybe six. No, way younger, dude. You've lost track of life. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know if I'm two. There's no way. I don't think I was skating at two yet. I might have been. I wouldn't be surprised if I was, but. So, Colby, I looked through some old pics, and um, Colby, the. I was. The thing was, Colby skated two weeks before his second birthday. Really? Yeah, it's weird. I might have been two then. But I, I was on like the Devils, and I was like, picture, well, let's put him out there. But, like, he did just stand there, and I, like, let go I think of him I was, for a couple I seconds. I think for that picture, I, it was me just standing there with a You're stick. You're not six, dude, unless you're a real late grower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm probably, like, two or three then, maybe. Yeah, you lost track, but I know I'm in the wall of rink, like. so I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely did. I've been living in Europe for eight months, so uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, probably about two, three. Now that you say that, mm-hmm. makes sense. That's a cool I picture, remember, though. So, are you actually, a Le- yeah. do you watch the NHL? Are you a Leafs fan? I yeah, this is my favorite time of the year. Watching playoffs, except watching the Leafs. Yeah, watching playoffs, but except for watching the Leafs, I can't. I mean, I watch them with me and Skinny. Me, they always like. I'm last year at this time. We watch every night, so probably go to Skinny's here in a little bit to watch the games. But he's he's always against me, cheering for the Lightning, and I'm always at him with the Leafs. So he just hates anyone that plays the Leafs. So I got to give him a hard time. Okay, next poster pick. Fair State, you are a bubble. I did. 
Did you Absolutely. wear a bubble all four years or were you a cage guy oh, at all? Oh, uh, I started off with a cage the first week in August when I got there and it was into a bubble by the Friday. I couldn't see a thing with the cage on, couldn't see nothing. So you had played visor before you went to college? I was I was visor from 16 to they don't they're not allowed to wear visors anymore in the Goge and Elmira and all that, but I was a visor. So So I wasn't. I I was uh cage at at Elmira and then I get to NCAA and you just stick with the cage, but then I did switch for junior senior year to the bubble. And I really enjoyed it other than if like someone stops and it like sprays in your face. And then you like, there were times where you'd have to change. Cause like you couldn't see. Cause it could... I did that. That actually happened to me probably like three, four times this year. And like maybe three times in playoffs with it. The four pulls up at the blue line. And it just, it would just pound. I couldn't see anything. The one time I had to jump in the bench cause I legit couldn't see. Or I'm so sitting you, there like you had a bubble on or did you have no, a I'm saying like, even with a visor, yeah. on, it still happens. But like, with the bubble, I just like I noticed that it, like it takes a little bit to get used to, like breathing wise. I feel like maybe, especially if you're a little but, overweight. <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> it took maybe like two days, and like it just felt so much better being able to see. And there's not like the bars in front of your face. I totally agree. Once I switched to the bubble, I couldn't have gone back. And it's interesting because my son asked to try a bubble on his own. I never said anything, but it's like if you get used to the cages and you never switch. You don't even notice yeah. how, how it's hard to see. But then once you switch, it's hard to you could I couldn't ever go back. The first the first skate at school that year, I they had to they I I just said put a cage on. I didn't really like yeah. think it would be a problem. And like first skate, I was like, I can't even see during these warm-up drills. Like I can't make pass, I can't see anybody. <laughs> so yeah, that changed that got changed pretty quick. Um your year in Denmark, um, poster pick you sent Esberg Energy, Espia, or whatever they call them. Your yeah. stick and jersey matched perfectly, like same colors, yellow and blue. Very, it wasn't too matchy matchy. It was just right. <laughs> yeah, it was just it's just enough little yeah. touch. D- yeah, did you meant you to look do good, that? You meant to good, order. You good. meant to order a stick that looked just like the jerseys, or what? No, I I literally just asked him to make it yellow. To, yeah, well, and really, then really in the yellow, and then really I put pops. some blue grip, blue grip tape. I think is on that stick. So mm-hmm. look good, feel good, look. play good, right? Exactly. Yeah. No. That's how, that's how you make it work. Mm-hmm. It it looked good. Yeah. Uh, next poster pick is you're at the red line, the Rotalinia folks, um, on one knee, stretching out the hamstring. And you're you're eyeballing the other end. You're eyeballing the other team. You tough guy. I'm taking a look. No, I'm. You're taking just a look. checking out who can shoot and pass or what? I I always started like, um, stretching at the red line in college because our rink was so small at Ferris, which you know, uh, yeah. there was nowhere to stretch. So I started going out to the, the dog red pound line, or like, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, there's the dog pound, but like the rink was just so small and. In college, you have so many players. So, like, that was, like, the one piece of ice where, like, you could not get hit or, like, somebody bump into you or a puck or anything. So, I started out there. And then it was till I got to pro where I realized stretching up the red line was. Right. But the then you boys. go over to Germany, you could stretch out the hamstring no, no, right at the red I, line and I, stare them down, eh? <laughs> I still I still stretched at the red line when I got to the coast, too. Really? And yeah, nobody was like, what are you doing stretching at my red line? No, no, I usually have like a guy, a guy usually is next to me. He mm-hmm. says something. 
or like we just talk about something like in the coast it's like holy is this three games in three days type crap but right yeah no i don't but then you know who the tough guys are because they're just sitting there for almost like the whole entire warm-ups yeah. So like obviously if they look at me, they're like, this guy leaves in five minutes. He's not actually looking for anything. Mm, so you just stare at them. You looked like you were eyeballing them. You looked like you were causing I was them. I was ta- I always take a peek at the goalie when uh, they're getting shots. Mm. Just look, you know. I, I do too. Yeah. I would look at plus when you're in plus you're in a new like country. I didn't know anybody on the ice, so it's like I'm just like yeah, no, I know you, who you, maybe their top players are, but like I don't know their names or what they look like. They all look the same. So then I'm trying to find them or something, you know? It is very true, though. When you, like you see, like you got to check out like what who's putting up numbers and stuff. And then you get out there or like, and you see them, even skate, you see them shoot. Jerseys. Yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> then you start like, okay, I know who that is now. Right. And you have to know, but yeah. it's the same like coaching under nine gals at House League. It's like, I'm coaching House League. And there was a couple times where like the other team would come on the ice and they would just skate around the net. And I'm like, well, who is that chick? What is, who is that? And why is she in house league? And then the game would start and then they could stick handle and shoot just as fast as they skated. And you're like, what is she doing out here? And it's so fat. It's hockey dudes can pick it up so fast. Who could play? And when some of those gals would come out, I'm like, Oh dear, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just take a look and, Especially being in Germany for the first time, I don't know who is who or anything. So I just take a quick look, you know, every time. So the Especially guard, the new team, but like. What was the wildest barn you played in this year for fan wise? Rosenheim for sure. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Great Loud. Spot. Mm-hmm. They're on top of you. They have this, like, the best way to describe is like the London Knights chant when they score a goal, they have their own type of thing. And when you lose, when they put in seven every night, you're there. It gets pretty annoying. So, yeah. And we played them almost eight times last year with preseason. So Jeepers, that's too many. Yeah. It, that's it a sweet a little... bar, though. I love that place. You know, when I played in Beatingheim, one It's time... updated, too. I feel like now they just redid most of it. All the arenas are updated now. I'm so old, dude. Well, I, they got Jumbotron, everything now. It's crazy. Really? It's nice. They got a jumbotron yeah. in Rosenheim. Like the That's cool. No, they got like a like a mini, a kind of a mini one, then they got like the big wall with a screen on it. See, I'm pretty sure back when I played, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there was like the scoreboard at the end with like the light bulbs. And yep. it's like first, second, third period. And it was as old school as hockey got. I love the old German barns that like had they had so much character. I played outside this year too. <laughs> Which was funny. Like playing one of the outside, outside barns. Which one was that? Uh, it was Closter C. They were coming from the Germany 4 League, but they came I up hear that's a beautiful town. League. And we uh, we played them, I want to say second game, third game of the year, and it was like between getting hot and being cold out. And I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Mid-game, you couldn't see the other end of the rink. It was so foggy. Like, guys were, like, you'd get the puck, and a guy would appear out of the fog and just hit you. Like, you had no idea they were coming. It was so foggy, they would not cancel the game. I, like, we went we'd all be on the, the bench, way. and you couldn't even see the ozone if we were scoring or what was going on. Couldn't see anything. It was and crazy. they would cancel the game. So, I we drove no. all the way from Beatingheim to, I believe it was called Olten, somewhere in Switzerland, to play a preseason game. We drove all the way there 
like all we get there, we warm up, we play half of the first period, and then they determined it was too foggy, and we got in the bus and went home. <laughs> yeah. I like I had a buddy that played in France this year and that happened to him and I was like we played like, literally right through it. <laughs> it's pretty wild how foggy it can get though, right? And did did they have it where both teams got on the ice and tried to skate around to get it moving? Yeah, we did that. We tried <laughs> yeah. getting it moving. But like the thing was it was when we go off the ice for intermission, we come out and we could see. And then once everyone started going, then you couldn't see by the 10 minute mark and then the last 10 minutes it was kind of just like figure it out kind of thing. <laughs> Because, like, I remember I texted uh, my parents after the game. I was like, were you even able to see the TV, like, on anything going on? Well, I think and it's neat really that they couldn't... can even watch, though. Because, like, when I went to yeah. Germany, man, my parents couldn't watch anything I was doing. They had they had no clue, like, until they got yeah, there. They, have a, they actually have a pretty good, like, setup with the TV and sponsor. It's paid TV, I think it is. Yeah, and, like, no, actually, I, like, I have quality, checked really it out. Good, yeah. good cameras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice. That is nice. It's nice for parents to be able to watch their kids play yeah. when they get all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. What else do I got? When you played for the Jacksonville Iceman, did you play with Critch? Cameron Critchell? Yeah. Uh, he, when I got there, he actually, I think, just decided he was going over to Manchester for like the EI series. So he was there for maybe a week, and I, I like met him for the week and stuff. But that's as far as we went. And then okay. I think he came back when we were kind of almost in playoffs, but didn't end up he's, making he's, it. He's a shed guy. That and he. I started, saw that. Yeah, he started a chocolate storm in Manchester this year. Yeah, one of my actually one of my good buddies I played with in South Carolina. Um, he's on Manchester now. So. Oh really? Who's that? Yeah, Chase Harrison. He's a D man. He got there. Probably just I'm pretty Christmas. sure he has a nice duster these days, doesn't he? He does for sure. He does. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he always has I... a pretty good stash going. Uh, maybe I should get him in the shed, eh? See, shed get him on the shed. Yeah. He could be a shed guy. Yeah. Well, he's funny. He's in Greece right now. Uh, you know, season's over. He's in Greece already. So, did so. you ever like write to him and be like, "Hey, so you guys get chocolate over there? Like, what's going on?" I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I totally, like, totally even forgot to ask him. Really? But I will ask him. That's right cool. It's not even that cool what sure. I'm doing from my shed. It's not even that cool <laughs> that there's chocolate thrown on the ice in Manchester, you know? <laughs> or Cardiff or yeah. Herning now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't know if I should bug Mac today or not for a shed boost. I was thinking about bugging Mac today and being like, hey, you look quick legs and eggs with Mosey. You need a shed boost. They're uh, down 2 nothing in the finals, you know? But I saw that. Still very winnable, folks. Um, when we well, how did our finals go against Herding when I was there? We were we were down two games to nothing, and then we won three straight, and then they won one, and then we won game seven. So it's very doable, Mac, right? It's terrible, it's very doable when he's in net too. Yeah. <laughs> Have, yeah, you're right. He yeah. seems pretty good. Have you played against him? Uh I don't think we have crossed yet but i just yeah you can turn yeah yeah, yeah. You can I, I could tell when you see a guy in a picture too <laughs> yeah you're right you're right yeah. and when you can just tell how competitive they are and like how much and they, they got care. some super skilled uh forwards too mm-hmm. one one from the sioux and brett perlini so right they're, i think they're all right 
They're all right. Brett Perlini still needs to come to the shed. It's interesting how many people I still need to get to the shed. I, and... I, I, me and his younger brother played hockey growing up in the Sioux, so that's how I know Brett. Really? Yeah. And he lives his right actually, above back his, right now. Same apartment his, complex. Uh, Small world. <laughs> his dad and mom were actually my power skaters, so I give them all the credit for my skating, for as you always gap. call out. Tight gap, gap all on Fred Perlini and Vicky, so. You would have been the most annoying guy to play with because I like gaps. I like, you know, you know what I want to yeah. do is if Kincard would let me coach next year. Um, I want to be the team that starts doing the drop back on power plays in like under 13, <laughs> right? And like double B <laughs> under 13. I want to start doing the drop back on power plays and getting that big gap and then let my skilled guys just dance through. I think it'd be so fun. <laughs> 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 yeah actually i was the uh imagine the going to a minor hockey tournament year. though imagine going to a minor and hockey tournament and that? a team starts doing the drop back on the power play and all the other teams are like what are we gonna do <laughs> <laughs> you're setting up a one three one trap in the neutral yeah. zone too <laughs> but seriously folks the drop back on the power play the red wings started it and before everybody else started doing it too the Beatingheim Steelers were doing it. Stefan Robitaille was skating it up and dropping it back to yours truly. And when guys are standing still in the neutral zone, it is so fucking easy to skate through them. Except for when 77 stay in there. Well, your gap, you'd be right up in my business. I'm behind my own net. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be behind my own net, stick on puck. <laughs> gapping up. I'm gapping up in the blue line, so you don't have that. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, but that was actually like my favorite play in hockey was when a defenseman would skate it up and drop it back to guys standing still every, in the neutral zone. Every year, usually I'm the guy that picks up the puck and skates and drops it back. But this right. year I was able, I was the guy picking up the drop. So Really? A, a full- D-man? Yeah, I was in a full different spot. Yeah. I was playing half wall this year on the power play. Really? Dusting yeah. it off, eh? Where's yeah, Newport standing then? He's on the other side. We were on different units. They had those oh. two, and then we had another. You're not on his unit? unit? No. They just pass to each other and throw the puck around. Right. They don't they just need just a cross the seam five two. times back door <laughs> That's all they do is <laughs> cross seam passes and it goes and I'm not even it's not even funny. Right. That's cool when a D man gets the half wall though. I've all yeah, I haven't seen it many actually. times. I was on my one time. My yeah. one timing side, but I would we would have it running through me most of the time. That's cool. On the I wall. can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I played bumper once too in the coast. That was fun. No, it wasn't. Bumper sucks. I liked it. Especially when the half wall guys actually trusted to give it to you, that was it was fun. Yeah, see, I hated it because I didn't get to handle the puck enough. And then when I would get it, it's like, okay, what do I do now? It's like I like controlling everything. (laughs) Just back off. (laughs) Don't (laughs) don't make me just stand there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I hated it big time. Try playing up top on the power play and getting a turnover, and it's a breakaway. Yeah. So my freshman year at Western Michigan, they put me on the point. And I was a freshman and I, you know, I'd played in Elmira and then it was near the end of the year and I'm playing the point with Dave Cousino. And like, there was a time where I turned it over at the blue line and I felt so bad that I like said to the coach, I'm like, I can't do this. I can't play the point. And then they took me off the power play because I said that and I'm like, Oh, there's a lesson learned. <laughs> do what they told you, <laughs> do what they tell you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> once you do it, once you turn over a puck once or twice and they get a breakaway, it's like, 
it's bound to happen eventually too. You you got yeah, and I didn't have that mentality that I had never been up there and I never had all the pressure that like if I turn it over, they're going the other way. And then when I finally did turn it over, the other team went the other way. It's like I couldn't play because of the fear of that happening. And then when it did happen, yeah. I was all yeah, I was a mess. I don't think Eric Carlson really cares when he has a hundred points and <laughs> yeah, there's, there's been a couple go the other way. There's been a couple go the other way. How fast did, did you get on the Autobahn this year and how fast did you drive? Uh, Autobahn on the way to Munich and on the beating I'm sorry. Um, probably like 180. Mm-hmm. So like a little hatchback car, probably that was just Jimmy. Yep, the Skoda. So the Skoda <laughs> yeah. was just shaking, but like, then you like slow it down. You like test the waters and you're like, Hey, that's good enough. And like, but then you then you get to here and you're driving 80 and you feel like you're not moving anymore. And then for me, I can hardly drive 80 now. I, I'm I'm like 40 to 50. I max out at now. I try to drive really slow nowadays. Why? <laughs> I don't I try not to be in a rush. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's to the shed. Sometimes I can't even stay on Highway 21. I'm like, these people are right on me. I better get off to the dirt roads. <laughs> <laughs> You're the guy that's been driving 50 oh, on the yeah. way home out to Ripley. Oh, yeah. My parents – or my pass. kids even chirp me, too. They're like, well, you drive like an old man. I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> I might get where I'm going if I go too fast. <laughs> Takes you two hours to get home. I remember the first time I was ever on the Autobahn, though. Brandon Dietrich, the guy I wore number 10 because of my childhood hero that's scared of the shed. Um <laughs> we were going to pick up his parents at the airport and my wife, Lisa, when she was first moving to Germany and they're on the same flight and we're getting in the cars and I got an old station wagon Beamer folks. It was sweet yeah. station wagon. So I could put the dog in the back and uh, I was like Chevy chase and national lampoons or something. But anyways, we, we are getting in the cars and Brad Dietrich says to me, he goes, the faster we drive, the faster we'll get there. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. And then we get in the cars and we were driving so fast. And I'm like, wow, I've never done this before. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy, actually. It is crazy. And if you're not going fast, you better get in the right lane because there are people. Yeah, because like then they're, you're doing 175 and people are flying by you. It's like flying by you. They going. Yeah. 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 They so, have the nice cars. <laughs> yeah, they're they're driving the Porsches and the. That's what I always find interesting about people that spend so much money on cars in North America. It's like, well, you're not even allowed to drive it fast. So what's the point on getting a really fast car in Germany? I understand why you might get yeah. a fast car because you can actually drive 300 kilometers an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you going to do here? You're going to drive 80 on highway 21, right? drive 80 on highway 21 <laughs> and where a rock's going to hit your windshield and crack it. <laughs> yeah. And if, uh, and if, if you go over a hundred, you might get pulled over and, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah then you got a ticket. <laughs> so anyways, uh, let's see here. What are your plans for the summer? Nothing um, working. You working? No, probably not no. this summer. I, I mean, my contract starts August 1st. So it's like, right. It's not much time. Probably going to be gone mid August ish yeah. or like at least or mid July. Sorry. But like, even july i'm probably gonna have to start skiing a little bit and so like mm. there's not really mm. just uh, a little bit so you know in your first mm. skate you don't look well like yeah because i went in july so it's like do you think yeah, i'm I gonna went... skate in june in canada no. there was a time no. where they were telling me to come back in july 
and I left my equipment in Beatingheim. So I thought I had the same apartment. I fly home and I literally left my equipment in the apartment. The team decides they don't have that apartment anymore and they go to move everything out and they see my equipment there. And they're like, how did you not take your equipment home? Don't you skate? I'm like, why would I skate? We come back in July and there's still a month of no ice. Why am I going to skate? <laughs> For <Yeah>. what? <laughs> For what? <laughs> but like, also when you're telling them that and it makes so much sense, they don't understand why you don't bring your gear home. Right. I left it's in the like, apartment. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. I don't, we don't play till October and you're telling me to skate in June. <laughs> right. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. But they just can't comprehend like I But you need it. to have time off to like be ready. Like mentally, like for me, I needed time off. I needed to not skate for a while to want to get after it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna let that settle throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. Get the body healed up again and get ready to yeah. rock. Yeah, get ready to rock. And then you still have all of August to skate folks like a lot. Yeah. And, and I'm sure of, we're going to have some pretty good. And then there's a lot of preseason games. games. Yeah. Yeah. You got so lots of time. You do not need your equipment in Canada. <laughs> no. No. Totally don't. Okay. Another thing I may have. I Had you played in Denmark then the last time you were here? That was after that season? No, last summer I was supposed. Yeah, that was after last season. So, <clears throat> so your assistant coach. Small world. Gave my son his first ever hockey stick. JJ. Really? Jan Jensen. Jan Jensen. Yeah, he was actually, uh, he was only there for a little bit of my mm. time. He didn't last. No. Mm. I saw he yeah, was a coach since then, but he was coaching the junior program. Like all the kids, he was running like minor hockey and voyance when I was in Sunderuski. And he, uh, he gave, my son, like, we got our jersey, the Walton jersey he has here, and a mini yeah. stick from him. Okay. Yeah, no, he's a, he was a really great guy, but obviously some things didn't work out, so. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought. You know how the hockey world works. I I, sure it might have been literally maybe, like, three weeks of me being there. Really? So. Not long, eh? No. Sometimes things just don't work out. People don't mesh, right? Yeah, which, which was, I think he ended up by, after he obviously got released from our coaching our team. I think he, uh, he started doing the TV network. Oh, okay. so he was doing the, he was, I I know for a fact that he was doing one of our games. I think he did our game seven that year in playoffs. So <laughs> after he had been the coach that year. Eh? Yeah. So. Okay. So your coach was Jason Jasper. Say eh? he's a legend yep. in Germany and he was in yep, Denver. Very, very much. So mm-hmm. maybe the beating coach. <laughs> No, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he, he was a good player. He was around my age, I think. But he was in Germany forever. Yeah, he was a long time. Like, Yeah. He might have played maybe 12, 13 years, maybe. A little. F- yeah, I remember him as a player. I used to watch him. He was like on World yep. Juniors and shit, wasn't he? He was like World good Ju- in the OHL. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah. So Esbjerg is uh, actually his first time head coaching so he's still like in the learning areas but he definitely knows you learn you learn more every day from people you learn more all the time you're around the game i've learned way more since being in the shed and talking to people (laughs) (laughs) and then coaching under nine gals and under 11 boys every team's totally different right yeah you're doing the drop pass in the power play already only if i'm allowed to coach yeah that's true (laughs) 
Yeah. Gotta get you the coaching job first. Yeah. You're tough <laughs> to get around here, right? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyways, um, Thomas Lilly was your goalie in Espia, and he is not really playing in the playoffs for the team Herring's playing Alborg, but uh, the goalie that is playing against Mac right now was the goalie for Herring when we played them in the finals. <laughs> was he? Yeah, George Sorensen. He's a little fella. Really good, but was it he, was I, actually if if but I think he was guy, a young yeah. kid that was it was more the backup when I played against them. They had the, an import that was the other goalie, but he was the up and coming Danish little guy. Okay, he might have been there last year because I don't know if he was, but Albert's goalie last year was pretty good. So he's he was a good little. That goalie. might be him. I'm not quite sure. How do you feel about German refereeing? Terrible. We agree then. I, I don't think you should say anymore because they might listen if they know English. Probably not, though. Uh, but they're awful. Yeah, awful. It's, it's just it's not that they're awful. It's more that they're like awful. so inconsistent and they don't like which is awful. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's awful. Right. But like they wouldn't let they would. <laughs> well, but they also push. let they'll let, they, they, they will they will openly let the the fans almost change their mind. Like yes. they'll openly like when the fans start going crazy, they then end up will making the call, and then the fans all cheer, and it's like, well, you just let the fans run your show. <laughs> yeah, so I'll I'll tell you one funny story. Actually, happened playoffs. One of our guys got hit from behind completely, like maybe three minutes into the game. Like I'm talking like a good hit from behind, like three feet from the boards. Like it's a penalty, no matter what, no penalty. Then my D partner, like later in the game, gets hit from behind again. Same guy did it again. Doesn't no call. So I went up to ask him after the period, like ten minutes. Hey, like, are you gonna like call anything? Because he wasn't calling slashing, wasn't calling anything. And then all he asked me was, "Do you speak German?" But he said perfectly good English. And I was like, "No." And he's like, "Then I can't talk to you." <laughs> I was just like. Okay, like I see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Here. Oh yeah. I just yeah. I just went to the room. I was like, I, yeah, whatever. So. Oh, there yeah. th- there was this one guy that was the ref in the second league in Germany. There's no way he's still doing it because he was a fat yeah. mess back then. But this guy was so arrogant and so rude. And if any player said anything to him about anything, he would just give them a ten. Like about he could make the worst call ever and then just ten a guy up, and it's like. Like they're trying to complain because you're terrible at your job and you're showing everybody that you're allowed to be terrible at your job and you don't even care. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like, uh, they expect us to give them respect sometimes, but like they don't even respect us. So it's right. Like, they give you no respect. Sometimes it's, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing like the refereeing in North America. Cause like, if Hey, you, you got that, your German pass now. Maybe you shouldn't pass. say too much. eh? <laughs> no, it's fine. It, yeah they're not gonna listen right no if they are yeah be we'll better find my, we'll find out about my penalty minutes next year from clicking yeah. in at 100 we know why it's gonna be hard to give you penalty minutes when you just got a tight gap and you're not doing anything wrong except being right up in someone's business yeah or they come around the net area right um okay what else do i got here today i almost gotta go back to the real world there um yeah we <laughs> so ross necked Okay, this is where you got to go in Germany I or in Beatingheim. I don't really know all the restaurants still around because I, I hear some of my honey holes are gone. 
but Rossneck downtown beating Heim. Okay, it's on the food ganger zone. Yep. It is a brewery and a restaurant. They're making their own beer. They're going to have a chalkboard up with the different percentages of the beer. Don't really get the, uh, say, like the 13 to 15 percenters. Those ones can get you right totaled, and then you can be embarrassing and beating Heim, right? Uh, people know who you are there, so careful with those ones. But they do make very good beer, and then the, their food is high-end German. They got the Fawnies come out in the cast iron skillet with like different stuff in there that's pretty exciting you know to eat so what's this place called ross, ross necked yeah okay yeah and uh try and find manfred get to know him <laughs> say i tell him i say hi you have to tell yeah. manfred the meat guy i say hi okay <laughs> manfred, the meat guy. Yeah. <laughs> seriously though that might you have be to my first him. thought yeah, I will. No, he's he's a beauty too, though. Like he took care of me great, and uh, I it was awesome. Like man, I, there he would give me meat that I would have never tried in my life because I would never pay that much for meat, and he would just give it to me to eat. So yeah, yeah, it's serious. Tried it. <laughs> Stuttgart people don't know where you, who you are there as much, right? Go to Stuttgart if you want to have fun. People don't know you there. Okay, so how far is Stuttgart? Like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Get on the train. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, it just felt like when I was driving by it, I think I might have went around it, but it just felt like I was farther from Beatingheim than I thought it was. So it's mm. not that far. Well, actually, I'm probably misremembering. It's Ludwigsburg. That's about 10 to 15 minutes, which is a nice town. Great Christmas market. And is then... that the one that's kind of like, kind of like up on a hill? A little mm. bit like half and half on a hill? And not yeah, you kind of drive up a hill to get into it, maybe. Okay, yeah, okay. I drove by that and I was like, that place looks kind of cool. Oh, uh, there like... Ludwigsburg's nice. Then there's Heidelberg's about an hour away. That's a good day trip. Uh Baden Baden, you get to go do the naked saunas and the steam rooms and all that. And uh and then you leave there feeling like a wet noodle. Um uh, place those those places are so nice. <laughs> oh man, man, they're like you feel brand new after going to one of those. I felt I didn't know if I felt brand new or like tits on toast. So after you do all these steam rooms and like the hot tubs and all this shit, the cold then tub. there was a, there was a napping room and they oh, yeah. lathered me up in this shit and wrapped me in a towel that was like warm, like a warm towel that they wrapped me oh, right yeah. up. Like I was in a cocoon <laughs> and geez, I didn't know how long I had fell asleep there, but that was the last stage of the day. And I was like, this is living. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. Yeah. it's incredible and usually sometimes like the saunas are overlooking like water or something mm-hmm. yeah like you're on a lake or something yeah, yeah. it's interesting so, right that we're both in concurrent and we both experience this type of stuff right because yeah that yeah that, i think it's really cool you're playing at that's, hive. <laughs> yeah that's living though doing that is living it really is so our christmas markets so our beer tents i've never felt more like wally than not a german beer tent yeah German beer tent, cafe in the morning, mm-hmm. off day going to sauna and cold plunge. And yeah, 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 just living. Well, it sounds it's like tough. you're having fun playing hockey. Yeah, decent. <laughs> Not bad life. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember it. Uh, changes quickly when it's over, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. but you better figure out German if you got your German pass. You know, you're gonna we'll have get to. Some done. We'll get some done. To. If you need lessons, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> i'll get the beating we'll have a couple Ray pops and discuss yeah yeah 
My German was always better after a couple pops. A lot yeah. more confidence. Oh, oh, it has to get better for sure. Yeah. Get more confidence. Yeah. Well, um, you're gonna have to say hi to some people for me. And uh pretty neat that you're gonna be in the town. Like I lived four years there. It's a long time. Yeah, we'll we'll see how many times the the Wally gets brought up. <laughs> I doubt it. It will ever. Um they forgot <laughs> I'm sure all about some me. of those fans still in there remember. Mm, no, they, they tore down that poster of me like dressed as a knight that was up on the arena full size. Said we're moving into this new arena. <laughs> forgot all about. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Hellbronner Falcon now. Yeah. yeah, who just got relegated? Ha <laughs> ha! That's what you get. get re- I mean, who did just get relegated? Yeah, that's what you get for not asking me back. You know, that's ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, still not over it. <laughs> just kidding but seriously um yeah you need anything while you're over there you got any questions i have been there quite a bit you know i'm sure i'll have questions when i get there of what to where to go yeah well i'll see you around here maybe we're gonna get some golfing right yeah i'll be you know where i'll be yeah golf course i ain't skating with you (laughs) yeah you're not gonna be on the ice but we'll see you at the dale maybe and this has been another episode of zero ales and hockey tales with killer killer yeah i think that's what you went with last time so we'll go really yeah killer and wally some people clap on a one and three some people clap on a two and four some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm and that's all right some people they drink too much some people don't drink enough some people are just like me i hope y'all forgive me i'm like scott i'm a gold band i'm like pizza pounds and band i'm always speaking my mind when i'm better off with my tongue i'm a bad joke I'm not for it.